Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is Thursday, April 15th, 2021. I am Andrew Hansen, ready for a four-game NBA DFS slate today. The coach is focused on baseball lineups this afternoon. He'll be back tonight, though, to build some basketball lineups for our members. Uh, so stay tuned for that and love to have you join us, of course. Thank you to all the new members who've joined this week. And we're going to look to crush it here on Thursday on a four-game slate, which I really like that size. Uh, before we start, though, got to give a shout out to LaMarcus Aldridge. That was uh, unfortunate news here this morning. So uh, hope that he's okay health-wise long-term. Really unfortunate that it looks like his career is going to come short and uh, he's not going to get a chance to go after that title with Brooklyn. So uh, think about him and uh, let's get after this slate here. Four games, half of these teams are involved in a back-to-back. -back. Two totals over 230, which is a pretty good percentage on a four-game slate. And those totals, of course, brought to you by betus.com.pa, our presenting sponsor. First game here, Milwaukee and Atlanta. And this is one of those 230 totals right on the number. Milwaukee favored by four, coming off a back-to-back -back win over Minnesota uh, on the road. So not an easy journey for them. The starters only played 23 to 26 minutes, though. Uh, Giannis was out, questionable again today. So we'll see if he suits up. That'll change things around quite a bit. On the Atlanta side, uh, uh, key guys still out. Collins, Snell, Reddish. We have Trey Young questionable and Gallinari questionable. Now, if those guys are out there, then it's a pretty good spot for Atlanta because they, they've been off for a couple days and they don't play again until Sunday. So whoever is out there should get pretty good minutes. And it's a great opportunity for Atlanta with the fast pace of Milwaukee. And both offenses here, top eight in the league. And we know that Atlanta is still bad defensively. They're 20th. So uh, Milwaukee's in a good spot there for some scoring. So this is probably my favorite game overall. But uh, figuring out who to play is is the challenge here with the big question mark on Giannis. So if he sits again, then uh, Middleton is a key guy for me. He he had been in a little bit of a shooting slump, but he was terrific yesterday in those 25 minutes or so, so scoring 27. So Middleton is, is a guy that I'm looking at. We know that Atlanta is not good on the perimeter defending against the three-point shot. So he gets a, a big bump. Drew Holiday uh, also in play for me, uh, 8,400 makes it a little bit tougher, um, at, at point guard, but, but I do like him as an option here. And then Portis, I like him a lot as well. Um, he, he really steps up as a starter. I think he's got the, the size to overpower Solomon Hill, uh, his likely defender. So I look at those three key starters from Milwaukee. On the bench, we've got Jeff Teague back in town, longtime Hawk. I think he'll bring his A game. And if he gets 18 to 20 minutes here on the back-to-back, -back, he could pay off the price tag. He's probably my favorite bench option for Milwaukee. Uh, the other guys, more GPP options. On the Atlanta side, if Trey Young is out, then Brandon Goodwin is a real key value play on this slate. He's done great when he's been a starter. So I, I like him for sure, and yes, he'll have some difficulties if Drew Holiday is defending him, but uh, 
you know, 30, 32 to 34 minutes at that price tag on a four-game slate, I will have a lot of exposure to him if he's starting. Uh, Bogdan, of course, will get a bump as well if Trey Young is out. Herter's a good, good price as well. But I think I might lean towards Lou Williams as that secondary scorer because he'll come off the bench and run that second unit. And he's really cheap on FanDuel today at 4400 So I like that price tag on a four-game slate. Solomon Hill, as that value starter, is in play for me. Uh, 3K range on both sites. And then Capella would be the pay-up center here on this slate. There are several potential value centers that we'll get to. Uh, so that would be a little bit of a different build. I'm, I'm leaning towards playing one of the uh, value centers in my primary build. That's about it for game one. Game two is Golden State at Cleveland, 8 o'clock tip. By the way, the first one is 7.30, so we get another 30-minute delay here tonight to get things going, uh, which is always nice. So Golden State and Cleveland at 8 o'clock. Golden State favored by 7.5, 2.24 total, back-to-back for both teams. Golden State absolutely dominated OKC, putting up 147 points. And Cleveland, meanwhile, a low-scoring win against Charlotte to get them their 20th win. Now, this is sort of middle of the road in terms of a game environment. We've got the bad defense of Cleveland and the fast pace of Golden State. Uh, but, of course, Cleveland is is pretty bad offensively, and they have a slow pace, and Golden State's defense, defense is strong. So um, it kind of balances out. On the, uh, the, the news perspective, we have... Wiseman out of course, so expecting Looney to get another start. Ubre doubtful. Uh, he did not play yesterday. Doubtful with the wrist again. So if Bazemore starts, then he's in play for me. He only played 21 minutes yesterday in that blowout. Uh, so hopefully he'll uh, have plenty left in the tank here for Cleveland. You know, I, 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 something tells me there's a chance that Steph and/or Draymond would sit here and. Uh, Steve Kerr and the crew would, would hope that the backups could get the win against Cleveland, but Golden State does need this win. They're 27 and 28, and they didn't have to play huge minutes yesterday. Steph, 29 minutes is all he needed to put up 42 points against Oklahoma City. And Draymond, how about the big triple-double in 30 minutes? He actually took 10 shots, so he came to play. So, you know, if they if they both play and Golden State pushes for those back-to-back wins here to get to 500, then you could you could pay for one or both of those guys. They are awesome to play together. Great correlation. Um, but you just have to hope that they absolutely smash because I don't think they're going to have to play mid-30s minutes to get it done against Cleveland. Wiggins is an option here. Without Oubre, you know, he, he gets a little bit more usage and you can save a lot if you want to uh, get some exposure to this Golden State offense if you pick Wiggins over Steph, which is not something I like to do in general. But, uh, you know, the savings are pretty significant there. And then with the big guys on the bench, Looney, like I said, is an option at, at center. Uh, played 22 minutes yesterday. He was solid. Uh, Juan Toscano-Anderson is a, is a nice price, good value play here on a four-game slate. Played 19 minutes, was solid yesterday. He's gotten the bump, of course, with Wiseman out. 
And then Poole, uh, that would be the first guy I would look at on the bench, especially if there's any news with that starting five. After him, I would look at uh, Damian Lee, and then Mannion would be that third choice if I was going to play a, a Golden State bench guy. On the Cleveland side, I think there's a good chance I will pass this particular roster today. We've got a log jam in the front court. Allen was back uh, yesterday, played 30 minutes. Nance came off the bench and played 20. And then we still have Kevin Love, who played 27. Dean Wade, 26. Hartenstein, 13. If all five of those guys play, I don't think I want to play any of them because the price tags of the value guys have risen. Uh, potentially if one of them sits, but haven't heard any news at this point here at lunchtime. With the wings and the guards, um, Sexton is questionable. He did not play yesterday, so that, that's a big turning point for this team. Uh, Windler, questionable. Dotson, uh, questionable as well. They haven't played since March. So uh, Sexton is the key piece of news here. Um, probably won't get to those guys. You know, Golden State is top 10 defensively, and they'll mix some of these bigger guys against the guards like Wiggins and Bazemore and let Steph roam around and guard somebody else like Okoro. So not not thrilled about these Cleveland guards tonight. And then Okoro is the one value play who's going to get a ton of minutes most likely. But I just don't generally like playing him because uh, you have to rely on so many um, hustle stats. He is really cheap, but 31% on three-pointer for the season. So I tend to shy away from him. But uh, at that price tag, he could pay off. And then with the bench guys, uh, the, the smaller guys, Torian Prince, he has really stepped up lately. Four of the last six games, he's been over 30 fancy points. But now his price has gone up, 5,300 on both sites. So I probably won't go there. Uh, Delavadova got his minutes cut down to 16 when he went back to the bench with Garland out there. And, and uh, this is a back-to-back. And the minutes for Delavadova and Love have been limited a bit, so I, I don't want to go there either. So it's mostly uh, picking and choosing a Golden State guy or two and then continuing on. So as we transition to the second half of the slate here, just want to let folks know who are new to the program that we provide full lineups to our members. And on the NBA slates, we give a, a main slate a set of lineups and then the after hours slate. So it's kind of fun. Uh, we're active all night in Discord, giving uh, updates to our members. So on FanDuel, what we do is we give out two hybrid lineups that you play in cash games, single-entry GPPs, and then we give out a full GPP lineup as well that you can uh, plug and play on FanDuel. We give out a full Yahoo lineup and then the DraftKings Coaches Clipboard. And then we do uh, <clears throat> something similar with the after-hours slate with multiple FanDuel lineups that you can play and then a, a core uh, that you can focus on and build around on DraftKings. So if you want to join us, uh, dfscoachtalk.com is the easiest way. That's our website. Pick whichever length of membership you want, and then we invite you into our Discord with an email, and we give out those lineups about 20 minutes before lock. Uh, any questions, just reach out to us on Twitter at dfscoachtalk. Uh, you can find me at Language Olympic. And you can find the coach at J-O-E-S-A-R-V-A-D-I. All right, second half of the slate. Both of these games starting at 10 o'clock Eastern. And the first one, Boston in L.A. 
long time great classic NBA rivalry, and it is game two on the TNT doubleheader tonight. A couple key guys missing for the Lakers, of course, LeBron and AD, and they were in the lineup the last time these guys played, the, the first time these guys played earlier this season, which was a low-scoring game, 96-95, and uh, kind of surprising that Tatum and Jalen Brown really were efficient offensively. Tatum was 12 of 18 from the field and Jalen Brown 13 of 19. And it's surprising because the Lakers are number one defensively, of course. And with LeBron and AD out there, you'd think they'd give those guys a little bit of trouble. So heading into this matchup, that's the the number that or the numbers that, that jumped out at me the most and gave me a little bit more confidence and, and uh, opening up the possibilities about playing one of those guys. But it is a 212 total, by far the lowest on the board. Boston favored by six and a half because we, we still have the Lakers as that number one defensive team. They've been clinging to that spot without LeBron and AD. And we have below average pace from Boston. And the Lakers offense is really struggling. They're 20th now without those guys. So that's why we're not expecting a high-scoring game. But uh, on the Boston side, it is an island game for both teams, actually. And we have Evan Fournier still out. So that gives us also more confidence to to potentially play one of the Boston starters. Kemba was really good in that game against Portland. Uh, Marcus Smart, big minutes. They all played big minutes. The bench uh, really taking a back seat here recently. So it's mostly... Uh, a focus on the starters for me, uh, potentially Tatum or Jalen Brown. Robert Williams, his price has gone down a little bit at 5,800 on both sites. It is getting attractive again. The minutes, though, that's the problem. He continues to have a, a bit of a split with Tristan, Tristan Thompson. 26 minutes in Portland. Uh, Tristan Thompson, once again, over 20 minutes. He got 22. So those are probably my favorite options on the Boston side is to pick one of those guys. We know that on the Lakers side, we have Drummond, who's listed as probable. He's got the toe issue. Uh, And then Gasol is also banged up, but he's probable. And lately, the the Lakers center situation has just been a little bit off. Drummond and uh, Montrez Harrell split minutes in the last one. Drummond didn't do much. Montrez Harrell didn't do much either. He's been a bit in a bit of a funk, um, getting ejected and just not being that involved offensively. Uh, so uh, I like the possibility of possibly playing one of the Boston centers. And Tristan Thompson uh, gets a nice edge playing against Harrell, who is not strong defensively. Uh, How about the rest of the Lakers? Uh, I mentioned that Drummond is probable. In fact, four-fifths of the starting lineup is listed as probable. Schroeder, Kuzma, um, and Markeith Morris also. So we got to assume that they'll all play with those probable tags. And I think the place to look would be Schroeder and or Kuzma. They're both in the 6K range on both sites. Schroeder, with that probable tag and, and the pelvic issue, has been playing pretty good minutes and, and producing. And, you know, if he gets some Kemba defense, that, uh, that's a bonus. Marcus Smart obviously will detract from his 
output. But Schroeder's in play for me here. Kuzma also, just because of that price, he's been pretty inconsistent uh, despite all this opportunity with LeBron and AD out. Um, but uh, he'd be the second guy I would look at. As for the bench, Caruso, really the only guy in consideration for me at 3700 I like that price tag. And then Taylor Horton Tucker, we'll see what happens with him. Uh, he started the last game with Markeith Morris out. Uh, if he's back on the bench, his price has gone up in a whole different category from Caruso. So a lot tougher for me to get to him, although I love his game. So possibly a one-off from either side here. But again, low scoring game, lowest on the slate. All right. Last game of the night, Sacramento and Phoenix, 10 o'clock tip down in Arizona. 234 total is the highest on the board. Phoenix favored by 12 and a half. Uh, they're just sitting there after a 20-point win over Miami uh, at 39 and 15, feeling pretty good. And they get Sacramento coming in with some tired legs after that loss last night to Washington High. Pretty high-scoring game, 123 to 111. It was really high-scoring the first pace in the first half. The pace kind of slowed down right at the end of the game uh, with Washington kind of trying to run out the clock and Sacramento trying to get back in the game. But um, we can't bury the lead here. Uh, the, the big story last night, Hassan Whiteside and Damian Jones. I couldn't talk about it at the top of the show. It was too painful. Um we learned that uh, Whiteside was not going to start. So the question was, do we stick with him? Uh, he was in all my lineups. Uh, and in the end, I decided to switch to Damian Jones. And that did not work out really well. Damian Jones ended up playing 16 minutes. He got in foul trouble. And then when Whiteside came in, he played really well. So Walton stuck with him. And uh, just frustrating because... That's one of those situations where, uh, you know, in a vacuum, I would prefer Whiteside over Damian Jones 100 times out of 100 based on his talent. But uh, Coach Walton is one of the guys who you can trust the least with those bigs. Uh, Whiteside's gotten very inconsistent minutes, uh, sometimes disappearing entirely and not even playing. So uh, that just that didn't turn out well. Uh, Whiteside played really well off the bench. And we're right back in the same spot, getting to decide between these guys again tonight. So we're just going to, uh, you know, take it in stride and uh, see if we can uh, get it done tonight. Uh, the, the one difference tonight is that Hassan Whiteside is a lot more expensive now on FanDuel at 5000 whereas Damian Jones is still minimum price. And Looney, of course, is still there as a value option. So we'll have to pick one of them on FanDuel. We could play two of them on DraftKings. So we'll keep playing with that. But uh, Holmes has been announced that he will continue to be out here for a couple games. So that's why we've got one of those centers to look at. And the other twist here is that Damian Jones started the season with Phoenix. So does he get another start and does he um, you know, get more minutes here? Um, he, he kind of showed his immaturity last night with one of the fouls being on a, on a moving screen. And, um, you know, the guy, young guys like that just get excited about starting and just kind of lost his composure. 
Um, got to stay out of foul trouble so you can get those minutes when you have the opportunity. So uh, we'll see about tonight. Um, I, Aiton, of course, on the other side, which is Aiton's the other pay-up option on this slate for centers in addition to Capella. Uh, so he's in consideration as well. Um, with the rest of the Sacramento guys, I love playing them, but this is about as tough of a situation as you can get back to back. Now traveling to Phoenix, they've got the number five defense in the NBA. So not really excited about these key Sacramento guys. And if you look back at when these teams played before, they played a back to back series early in the season. And, you know, they were kind of lower scoring for Sacramento, uh, Sacramento standards for sure. 106, 103 and 116 to 100. The second game, uh, like I said, it was a back-to-back. The guys didn't play as many minutes, so you, you kind of throw that out the window. But even in that first game, uh, Heal didn't do too much. Uh, Fox was 24-4-7, and and the way he's playing lately, um, man, he's almost unstoppable. He was getting steals every other, pres- every other possession last night, it seemed like, just dominating, leading the slate and scoring. Um but now his price is 9700 on both sites. Tough matchup. So uh, Fox is not my, my key focus here tonight. I like the guards on the other side, Chris Paul and Booker. And we usually don't play both of those guys. Or, and sometimes we shy away from all of them because of the split usage. But you cannot get a better mass matchup than Sacramento with these guards. They're 30th in the league defensively. They've been last for a long time. Great example again last night with Westbrook and Beal just dominating. So I like both of those guys. As I mentioned, Aiton is in play as well. Uh, With the value plays for Phoenix, it is an island game, so that helps a little bit. Crowder is a a good price. Um, Bridges is is in play, but he's really boomer bust. And, And the boom for him is usually like 35 fantasy points. Uh, sometimes he'll just disappear offensively. So that's that's a tough one there. On the bench, uh, Cam Johnson, probably my favorite option here. I like how he's been getting more minutes lately, shooting it well. He's 39% on the season, three-pointers, and he's, he's a good price here on both sites. Uh, Torrey Craig is also an option. Uh, interesting that he's a shooting guard on FanDuel. 3,900, but only 3,200 on DraftKings. So I think I like him a little bit more over there. So that is the four-game slate here. I hope that that helped you uh, sort through things a little bit and start to zero in on some of these targets. Again, we want to get most of our exposure to Milwaukee, Atlanta, and the Phoenix side. That's really the key focus for me on this slate uh, again, with our members, though, we will be uh, building the after-hour slate as well for that two-game slate starting at 10 p.m. Eastern. So we'd love to have you join us. Again, just go to our website, dfscoachtalk.com, if you want to jump in. Or if you can, make your first deposit at betus.com.pa. Then do that with the promo code COACHTALK, uh, deposit 149, and you're going to get to use that for your sports wagering action and Get a free membership with us all the way until June 1st and get all of our lineups. All of our memberships are all access to all the sports. The only difference is what the length of time is. So uh, come in, join us for all the basketball lineups seven days a week. 
baseball seven days a week, golf every week and weekend. And our golfers are off to a great start down in Hilton Head. So excited about a fun weekend there. Um, so any questions, reach out to us on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. Thank you so much for your support. Uh, please do subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't already. Give us that thumbs up wherever you're listening. We certainly appreciate that. So thank you so much for tuning in. On behalf of the DFS Coach Talk family, I'm Andrew Hansen, and we'll see you again tomorrow as we look to crush it in DFS. <laughs>